back to another episode of Blank Perception. Today, my guest is once again a fellow soldier in the Army Reserves. He is an exceptional athlete and the worst Warzone player I know, Spencer Hoover. Welcome to the show. Hey man, thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah, man, it's good to have you. Um, next, like, couple 30 seconds or so, just introduce yourself. Uh, Alright, so, um, obviously my name is Spencer Hoover. Um, I work up in Bellingham, live up in Bellingham. I uh, play semi-pro football for the Everett Royals. Not currently uh, due to financial issues this year, but uh, next season I will be getting back out there. Um, and I play uh, flag football on a flag league up in Bellingham. So. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, so first thing we got to talk about, um, I, first I had Howard on the show last week, as you know. Um, asked him the first thing as well. The army. Everyone always wants to know when you tell them you're in, you're in the army. First thing they want to know is like, oh, why did you join? So, uh, okay. So, my reason for joining, I guess you could say, it was um, mainly because of my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the army. Uh, his highest rank was an E four, and so me currently in pursuit of E five. It's just kind of that extra additional motivation to get my five. Yeah. At this point. And, He's a big pushing factor, that, and I felt like if I had the mobility to do it, I should do it. Mm-hmm. So, Okay. Uh, was your brother, uh, is he still in? Uh, no, currently he is out. He was a 13 papa, uh, what which is, is artillery. Artillery, okay. Cool. Um, so, what are your, so you said you want to make E5, you know, you want to be a sergeant, but uh, what are your other goals for the Army? Do you, are you planning on making it a career like 20 years, or get out soon um so i wasn't planning on making it a career i just wanted to get um experience in that field um especially with working corrections like we both do yeah Um, you know how that works um but i just didn't i don't want to go past the six year mark for me Mm -hmm. for active duty at least okay yeah cool uh so i guess both of us kind of, we share the starting of our army career. We went to the same place for basic. We were in the same unit for basic, I think just a couple months apart. Um, Delta 795, shout out to them. Uh, War dogs. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? What? Uh, how was basic for you? Um, my basic experience was actually uh, pretty fun. The first three weeks, you know, you just got to get past those first three weeks and then it's cake after that. Yeah. Know, really. 100%. But I feel like basic training was probably one of the best teachers to me. Um, you know, it gets you a lot of discipline. Uh, combatives is really fun. Pugils mm-hmm. um, is really fun. Uh, and I even had to do my taxes over there. So that was yeah. really fun too. Yeah, that was Absolutely. Good yeah. experience. Yeah, I think for me as well, basic was just such a good learning experience. Just the, you know, like... At least for me, it was a completely different environment, you know, because I went right out of high school and I knew nothing except like just living at home and having everything taken care of for me. So being in that environment, having to take care of myself, it was a it was a good learning experience. And I came back completely different. The culture shock is a real thing. Yeah, 100 percent, 100 percent. So, yeah, so we went to basic in the same unit. And somehow we ended up in the same unit now, mm. uh, you know. So you got to the unit 
a while before me, right? Yes, I actually ended up getting to the unit in June of 2018, I believe. Okay. So, yeah. I had been there a couple of years before you <laughs> came there. Yeah. So, uh, what was that like? It was your first unit? Yes, uh, this is the first unit, my only unit that I've had outside of basic training and okay. AIT. Yeah. Um, it was actually a really weird experience to begin with because I had AT was my first drill. Yeah, um, real quick for those that don't know what AT is, uh, two weeks out of the year we go out and we train. So AT is like that two week period um, where we're like usually out in the field for the entire time. So it's it's pretty tough stuff. Yes. Yeah, it's changed a lot since COVID. Yeah, since COVID, it's sitting around looking at powerpoints. But mm. <laughs> death by PowerPoint, you gotta yeah. love it. Um, yeah. How how is that? Like you're, you're basically going into this place fresh, and you have to, you're going through this shit show of AT, and you're trying to like you know, find your way, find your place in the unit at the same time. So so um, as shitty as it sounds to begin with it actually wasn't really all that bad because being there with an extended period of time i feel like people actually got to know me mm. um a little bit better to start off um not all impressions were great <laughs> um but i uh actually got to know a lot of the guys firsthand um for staying out in the field for we stayed out there for three weeks in 120 degree weather <sighs> Yeah. Um, that was the hottest that it got in a certain period of time. Uh, you know, you just got to, it was kind of nice coming back from basic though. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then going straight over there to do that or AIT, I apologize. Yeah. And, um, you know, being used to hot weather and then going straight back into hot <laughs> weather. Um, oh yeah. Cause your AIT was at Fort Winter, right? Yes. Yeah. I was, a uh, pretty much an OSID. I went from Delta 795 right over, right across the street to Charlie 701st. So. Okay. Oh man, I remember Fort Leonardwood. The summers suck, <laughs> absolutely suck. Cause I got there July, so like dead of summer, and it was terrible. Cause I came straight from Seattle, you know, it doesn't go above like seventy five around here. Um, yeah, that that sucked. But the winters are no better. Yeah, I know. Cause I I left there in December, so I got, you know, the worst of the summer and like the beginning of that winter and the wind it was rough. The wind, the wind the, chills underneath the tunnel, the little uh, the, the platform area that we yeah, were in, yeah. and you know you just get a nice gust of wind going through oh, there. Man, I remember because we used to get our phones, but we were only allowed to have them down in like that like outside area, and everyone would just be freezing their asses off because they're like, we want our phone time. <laughs> like this is our only way. So everyone's bundled up and you gotta um, huddle together, yeah. not COVID style. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, so. Within our unit, I talked to Howard about this, you know, we have our, we go by multiple names, Shipback Squad, LIK Squad, you know. Uh, how did that come to be uh, for you? Because I joined pretty late, as did Howard. Um, so originally we had a, he's now an E6. Um, he was sort of like the guy who was leading us to kind of go out and make a bond with the people that you're in LIK with, mm -hmm. um, Sergeant. Yeah. Um, he, he actually got all of us to come out of our rooms and hang out with each other. And eventually, um, after a while, Mayo joined and then it was 
Howard, Mayo, you, me, now Wise, Kelly, Shaver. Yeah. And a bunch of people. It's a it's a it's a gaggle, but it's a it's a bonded gaggle, that's for sure. Yeah. No, it's um that group definitely helped me cuz when I came to the unit, I'm I'm a I'm, I'm a pretty quiet guy. You could tell that the day I showed up. Um I had absolutely no idea what was going on. I got lucky in the fact that I think I think I ran into you first. I think you're the first person actually like I showed up, we were in the drill hall. I had no idea what was going on. Um I think I don't know if you approached me or whatever, but we talked and I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm supposed to meet this sergeant you know, and then um after that I think our your sergeant for your squad, he was just like, uh, oh, don't worry, we'll just take him. We'll take him. He was, he's part of our squad now. <laughs> and I was just like, Okay, bet. And then from there I kinda met everyone else and it's a great group of people now. <laughs> Uh, I believe it was uh, actually Sergeant G um, when you first came in. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a whole experience. And then we got out, I think one of your, one of the drills there, we got out in the field and we started talking and I mentioned Delta 795. Yeah. And uh, I believe that was also sadly the time that <laughs> drill sergeant passed. Uh, yeah. That was kind of like a, what brought us kind of more connected, mm-hmm. um, which it's kind of weird that now I'm actually seeing you outside of drill. Yeah. So I feel like this <laughs> is going to be a catalyst for more connection to you. Absolutely. So yeah. that's going to be kind of cool. Um, you'd be one of the only other uh, soldiers from the unit that I know personally outside of the unit. Yeah. Even Howard and Mayo. <laughs> like, I've been to Shaver and Kelly's house before I've been to theirs. Yeah. And now I've been to yours before theirs as well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, I think my last unit, I think I had, like, two or three people that I, like, you know, like, hung out with outside of drill. But, yeah, like, this, like, our entire group, like, I mean, you know, we got plans and stuff for the future to hang out. So, like, I think it's going to be a good, like, close bond. So. I, I do, too. Um, It's just kind of crazy how all these different corners of washington yeah <laughs> kind of came together and decided to form this little cognitive group of shit bags <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, absolutely i think that's one of the things you know the military is so good at doing is just bringing so many like different people together because I, mean, I remember i in basic my best friend was from alabama and i was like who i the stereotypes I'm, yeah i'm like <laughs> i being from Washington, you know, like Seattle, like the city, I never would have thought that one day, like, my best friend would be from Alabama, of all places. But it just happened to go be that way, because that's just who's around you, and you meet them, and it's crazy. Get your day one battle boo, you know, you get your, <laughs> yeah. your bunk mate going through <laughs> reception. Then, you know, my personal experience was I got my guy, um, shout out Brian Abelita. Mm-hmm. Um, he was my bunk mate, and reception and then we just sort of clicked after mm-hmm. a while you know we realized we had the same mos we went to the same basic we went to the same ait and you just kind of bond and once you bond like right off the bat it's crazy how that stuff rolls and yeah. you know it just it's crazy yeah relationships in general are just like so accelerated in the military just like you can like, I mean, for you as well, like AT, you know, that's what, three weeks, you, you just get kind of dropped in this group and then you come out of there, I'm sure, like, you had, like, these guys are, like, my close friends and then, like, I'm, like, I know everyone in the unit already. It, 
you don't get that anywhere else. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird, and it's also even weirder now watching more people leave the unit now that it, you know, like was in my school, my first squad. Yeah. Um, and he's you know getting ready to get out in the next year, and Crane left. And yeah. It's just a whole slew of people that you <laughs> meet right away, and now they're just you know yeah moving on to bigger and better things mm-hmm. or you know just moving on yeah 100 <laughs> percent, definitely uh, um <clears throat> damn that voice crack <laughs> uh, so uh so yeah you, you talked about football right you do flag football you got defensive player of the year is that correct yeah was that last year or um two years y- ago i think yes uh it was last year um I think it was like spring, mm-hmm. last spring or something like that around there. Okay. Um, they named me Defensive Player of the Year in Bellingham. Uh, it was Bellingham four on four back then, like last year. Now it's Wacom Adult Flag Football, which is kind of cool. You know, it's yeah. just it's a different. We've upgraded mm-hmm. from a four on four to a five on five, and. You know, it's just a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, more teams, more people wanting to try out, expanding the league and everything mm-hmm. like that. So that's kind of cool. Cool. So, uh, like, you seem like you're pretty, like, you know, committed to, like, the football thing and everything. Like, do you have goals to, like, go further with it? Um. Yeah. So the thing was is um, I've always, I've always kind of dreamt of it and um, – making the nfl would be really cool right yeah it's also really hard to attain so i always you know i always replay this quote in my head it's like if you don't go d1 go d2 if you don't go d2 go d3 if you don't don't go d3 go community if you don't go community then just find a place to ball yeah so at this moment i'm finding a place to ball if we go if it snowballs into something else like me getting uh, into college and going for a few years and then eventually me going to maybe like a arena football or a type of XFL or like professional um, aspect of the game, then I would 100% take that shot immediately, you know? Um, You know, you just never say never and you keep keep grinding day in day out and you keep working towards it so gotcha but it's like so like uh you're kind of more of the mentality of like if something comes my way or like not really like pursuing it necessarily um i'm pursuing it um i'm also just trying to make connections to get my foot in the door that way if that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely cool uh, how long have you been playing football? So I actually started playing football in my freshman year of high school, but I had always been interested in it. I've been uh, throwing the football in the backyard since I was, God, I want to say at least five or six. Okay. Um, maybe even younger. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I caught my first pass and started getting my first spirals down, that was when I was like, this is my sport, you know, yeah. and then you start getting into it. You start researching into it, start getting your favorite team that you really like, getting your favorite player that you really like. And then you start getting motivation to do more and more and more with the sport. It's kind of crazy how that also plays with social life as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, all right. 
So uh, with football, uh, I've seen you do a lot of like community service stuff. I don't know, like I don't know exactly what the yeah. There you go. You're wearing a shirt for the toy drive. <laughs> um, what 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 kind of stuff is it with the community service aspect of your football? So um, it's mainly our toy drive. Um, there's a I, I play in multiple flag football leagues currently. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Wacom Adult Flag Football League doesn't have any tournaments specifically for community service or anything like that. But we do preach to a lot of people like, hey, get up, get out, um, do something, especially with COVID and everything, you know, yeah. boost your immune system, get out in the sun, get some vitamin D if you can get that, any of that in Washington. <laughs> yeah. Um, and with the JPF, which is uh, Jennings Park Football League, um, which is another flag football league that I play in mm-hmm. uh, Marysville, Washington, um, they have a slew of tournaments that they sort of throw at you where they, they raise money um, for a the Tulalip Indian tribe. I believe they uh, assist us with this and uh the shirt that i'm wearing currently is the toy drive shirt that we did i believe it was december last year okay and that was when i had to take a day off drill and you know we did that yeah and that was really cool so cool uh do you think you have like a drive for just like community service in general um i would say yeah uh if you can help out and you're able-bodied you know get out and do it why not yeah. you know it's not gonna hurt anybody to make a few kids smile because you're throwing <laughs> a ball around either you know it's yeah and bringing a toy for a kid that doesn't necessarily get a toy mm-hmm. you know um especially around holiday times that really boosts morale for the country and i think that's really something that needs to happen more yeah so. absolutely absolutely cool um so I know a lot of people in our field, you know, they consider like law enforcement stuff for career. Is that something that you have thought of or? Um, I would say I've thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, law enforcement currently is not looking very appealing. Yeah. Appealing <laughs> with uh, society. Um, yeah. You know, uh, not that it's something that I would completely disregard as a possibility for career but Mm -hmm. um i'm currently more feeling obligated to um go into firefighting more or less if that makes sense so i i like firefighting um i know a lot of firefighters um a lot of my friends actually did um the volunteer firefighting in cedar woolly that um I've really wanted to get into. So yeah. that's something that I've looked into Sergeant. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, going to be making really great money doing firefighting <laughs> as well. Yeah. So, uh, those guys have just sort of always been, uh, some, something cool that I've looked up to and aspired to kind of, cause they don't step on anybody's toes Yeah, and they don't really, uh, they don't really have a negative aspect to them. They just, yeah. you know, they're out there saving lives and, you know, making stuff happen. So absolutely, yeah, that makes sense, hundred percent. Um, so w- what are you doing for work right now? You work at a lumber mill. So right? currently, I'm a machine operator up at um, Brooks Manufacturing in Bellingham, Washington. Um, I like to just say that I stack wood for a living, <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah. a lot of my job. Is uh, you know, me being an able-bodied 22 year old um, at a 
wood mill with a bunch of people twice my age, mm-hmm. if not triple my age. <laughs> Uh, they like to throw me on the manual uh, labor parts of the mill and yeah. have me get out there and, you know, pull a few 40 foot six by eight pieces of pr- practically trees off of yeah. a production line to stack, uh, which, you know, ultimately resulted in me <laughs> losing the tip of my finger oh, that wow, I got yeah. sewn back on. So uh, it's not something ideal, but it's something to pay bills mm-hmm. and it's kind of helped me live on my own for past three years I would okay say cool. so cool. or four years i apologize so are you um are you making steps towards like firefighting and stuff um so currently i'm just kind of in the talking about it phase i'm not all in on one thing yet yeah. i'm sort of still i like to call myself a late bloomer mm-hmm. for <laughs> the career aspect yeah. of my life yeah. you know you know okay. i don't think you'd ever need to shoot straight in um, no, absolutely and, and dive full into something unless you're 100% sure about it. And that's just not something that I'm 100% sure on yet. So Yeah, no. Completely makes sense. Because, you know, you jump into something too soon. And then you're like, oh, maybe I don't like it. But then you're so far deep into it. And you lose like, all the fun, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Money's um, a big thing right now. Especially in the economy that we have currently. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. Um, so, kind of backpacking, backpedaling from you know, careers and stuff, uh, school, what was high school? Like, what was like, what was your school life? You know? Um, okay. So I like to say in high school, I never really belonged to a certain group. Yeah. Though it would seem I'm like a jock, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I played football. I'm not a jock though. Mm -hmm. Um, I also did track, but that's irrelevant. Um, so with high school, um, I wouldn't say that it was the best student (laughs) but um high school was actually pretty fun um i would say you know a lot of surprisingly a lot of high school doesn't really matter other than that's fair you know applying for college you don't really (laughs) learn everything that you should know to grow up you know yeah so it's kind of like cedar woolley actually um within regards to um sports and everything i think that taught me a lot more than a lot of other things it taught me a lot of discipline um actually we played east lake which is a oh, yeah. very close school with yeah. you know, a lot yeah. of your friends Pretty close. from there yeah so um which is kind of what i thought of coming into this and everything mm-hmm. like that so high school was kind of crazy in that way so so um, i've wild ride yeah so i've on i've never really known anyone that played high like high school football or anything so what is is the stereotype of like you know you're just like you're on the football team you're one of the cool guys is that is that true or is that kind of just <laughs> no man i think that's really kind of a it's kind of a urban myth at this point yeah because i wouldn't say like i was i got along with the the stars of the team don't get me wrong yeah. i was not a terrible player by any means necessary uh-huh. like that is football is one aspect of my life that i would mm-hmm. never not be prideful of because i'm decent at football. yeah i would say i'm pretty decent at football but um i got along with a lot of those um those high school jocks as mm-hmm. we would call them now you know but i uh i wouldn't say that i was necessarily a cool kid i just say that i got along with a lot of people okay that's you have fair. a good rapport yeah. with a lot of people yeah. And I think that's more important than definitely. 
the popular kid. Yeah. So. That's the difference between just, like, being known and, like, actually knowing people as well, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, yes, awesome. 100%. Cool. So, yeah, again, while I was doing, like, the deep dive of your social medias, you know, <laughs> looking looking for content to, like, talk about. Um, you didn't find anything on my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I should have checked your Twitter. Yeah, I canceled I you right here, right now. I don't have Twitter. <laughs> Cancel culture is great. Gotta love it. Uh, but, yeah, um, on your Instagram, you've got... A lot of the pictures, like, you know, your friend appreciation posts and stuff. I mean, we all know you're a ladies, man. But, like, <laughs> a lot of a lot of your pictures that have, like, your friend appreciation posts are just, like, with girls and stuff. Is that something you found, like, you get along better with girls? Because that's definitely something I've seen with myself. Like, my a lot of my friends in college were... They're, uh, I, I figure I have a, uh, what you would like to call a fragile male ego, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh... You know, I feel like I'm a more sensitive person, so, um, while also being a hard ass, um, I get along with females a little bit better, they're a little bit more approachable, um, there's a, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes with men, you know, like, having a certain mentality and having a certain expectation of you to be this manly, especially I went to Cedar Woolley, uh, there was a... a stereotypical actual urban definition for us in the urban dictionary it's called a hickerbilly and, <laughs> okay uh i don't even know if it would pop up anymore but that um that's just not exactly what i am mm-hmm. i would say that i like you know i like to hop around groups okay. um in regards to the females in my life that i you know uh am friends with um they're you know just easy to talk to um yeah really you know you stay up on the phone late night talking to him and it's not weird okay um, yeah, the guy true. i don't feel like he'd stay up on the phone until two three o'clock in the morning and have school the next day with a dude on the phone that'd be a little now yeah. it's a little bit different yeah because you get a different aspect of people once you get past a certain maturity level but mm. obviously females mature faster so yeah um no i, I think i can agree with that because i'm I, I was the same way especially in college like uh most of my friends were females and that just happened to be like the way it worked out mm-hmm. and yeah because like up until like recently i don't think i've really had that many male friends that i can just kind of like talk to about stuff you know like most of the time it's like you know we're just talking about like playing Warzone and you know just whatever so typical shitbag stuff yeah typical yeah. shitbag stuff <laughs> um but yeah, more recently, I've I've made those, I think, deeper connections with people where I can talk about stuff. And I think this podcast also really helps because you get beyond... There's only so much small talk you can do before you got to get into more interesting, deeper stuff, you know? The deep dives. Yeah. The rabbit exactly. holes, baby. <laughs> Gotta love them. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, let's see, let's talk about... I'm just going through my list right now. It's That's fine, man. Dead air, but... That's why they're there. <laughs> yeah, uh... All right, your family. I I don't know anything about your family. Um, so, however you want to talk about your family is All up right, to you. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So, pretty much, I grew up with a father. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, while she is my mom, did not have custody over me. So my dad was in primary custody. Yeah. Mom had zero custody. Mm-hmm. So it was. My mom lived in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, my dad obviously kept me here in Washington. Um, my grandparents were really 
uh, helpful with all that, um, raising me and everything like that and showing me like my grandma, 100%, the number one woman in my life yeah, forever will always be, uh-huh. um, bless her soul. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, but, um, yeah, that woman is great. Um, but other than that, I have five half brothers, um, Jake, Jimmy, Matt, Zach, Casey, okay, know, yeah. all, uh, you know, my brother Jake's probably, I'll, uh, I hate to say that we're the closest of my brothers, but mm-hmm. we're all, all my brothers and I are pretty separated other than me and Jake and okay. Casey, um, and Jimmy actually was really close with me for us for a certain time. And then just sort of parted ways. Um, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah. So that's kind of how that's going with me. Um, uh with my dad me and my dad are probably closer than we've ever been uh especially with me being moved out and him getting his sobriety yeah so that's really nice um i grew up with him all my life you know Mm -hmm. smoking weed and drinking yeah Yeah. so that was just kind of like a thing like hey um don't like i don't personally smoke weed yeah well, obviously we can't, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't anyway if I was out of the military. Yeah. Prior to, I won't after. Um, but he's pretty much a main reason why I don't. I just don't ever want to get that smell, like that smells just ingrained in my head, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is a big Washington thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big Washington you walk, thing. You walk like a foot in Seattle and you're going to get a whiff of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bell- I live in Bellingham. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> That's a big thing in Bellingham, let me tell you. It's hippie central up there, man. Yeah. It's kind of fun, but, you know, it's really difficult to find people who don't smoke weed, mm-hmm. um, which it's not bad if you do. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's, it's just, your own prerogative to yeah. smoke weed and everything like that. But me personally, it's just very difficult to be around s- it. Yes, stay Absolutely, around it. Yeah. Alcohol um, with me kind of trying to get a little bit more moderate with it which mm-hmm. i believe i have yeah gotten absolutely, a lot yeah. better with it it was kind of bad there in the beginning of covid <laughs> <laughs> oh man but i'm pretty sure we all know about that you know and um that was just kind of i never want to get to a certain point you mm-hmm. know and so now um with my dad being sober it's kind of inspiring me like hey if he can do it why can't i right so yeah. um, slowly but surely um working my way, you know, for social aspects, you know, I'll drink a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, that sort of stuff like that, um, you know, it's good with moderation, which I think everybody should kind of get into. So I completely agree. Um, yeah. So, uh, you, one of, which of your brothers was it that was in the army as well? So there's two of them. Okay. Um, Jake was the primary factor, um, because he's the closest with me. Yeah. Um, my my other brother, Zach, he's in the Marines. Mm -hmm. Um, apologize for the voice. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, Jake was, uh, you know, obviously artillery. He, um, you know, he's probably, we look identical. It's, It's kind of insane how much alike we are personality wise. Um, you know, he's also got two of the things that I value most in the world is my nieces, you know, um, and my sister-in-law, she's great. Mm. Love her, Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, um, 
me and Jake are very close. He's a very big inspiration to me. You know, he's, Mm -hmm. you know, he's probably about my size, but he's, you know, just a little bit smaller. Right. Mm -hmm. But that kid can wrestle me (laughs) and he will whoop me. And, you know, uh, it's all about being the older, you know, he's kind of a, been a motivation to me kind of throughout my entire life is my dad's kind of always looked up to him to be Mm -hmm. my sort of teacher trainer everything like that um a really big motivation to wake up in the morning is jake because he's just always you know uh he's got such a big part of my life um with him being my brother and everything like that and Mm -hmm. um us being so much alike and everything like that so it's it's kind of you know he's just a big inspiration to me it's you know really nice so that's another catalyst for the army as well so absolutely definitely that's always good i'm uh, having a good relationship with your siblings um i know if like for me like my sister i just have one sibling just the one sister and uh for like most of our lives we like you know we we got along but we never really like were like that close Mm. like uh but for me it was like for you i guess it was like you know like kind of you guys were close so that's why you went to the military for me like going into the military that's what kind of brought us closer because i remember i was at basic and we started getting our phones more and i started calling her because i was like and that's when like we actually started like talking you don't and, realize like, how much you miss them exactly yeah exactly you don't realize how big a part of their of your life they are and that's when we like started talking and then you know like uh at one point i got a hernia at basic mm-hmm. so there was a point where i was almost not going to graduate so that was like a really tough time for me and that's when i started talking to my sister and you know that's when like we really got close because she kind of like helped talk me down from like you know going absolutely mental out there oh yeah for sure i feel like you know the craziest thing is the connection between your body and mind right Mm -hmm. so the more morale you have, the quicker your body can heal in certain cases, I believe, you know, and it's just kind of crazy how, like, I remember when I was having a tough time in basic as well. Uh, I gave, you know, they let us have our phones. I gave my dad a call and I immediately broke down into tears. Yeah. It's like my first time being in a different state that I cognitively knew of, you know, um, but he, you know, giving him that call, man, it was just kind of like, okay, I got somebody rooting for me on that team. Yeah. That's cool. And so family for you, I'm sure is a really big part, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's, that's really kind of awesome to hear that you connected more with your sister, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind yeah. of cool. Um, yeah, I think, I think family is always like just having those relationships is more important than anything else. Cause yeah family also isn't just blood yeah you know i feel like we have a little army family yeah the shit bags you know it's like you know it it comes down to like you know if we ever got across the line you know and you're down somebody's gonna come save you and i know it's gonna be one of us yeah you know 100 percent. it's i have zero down in my mind yeah so it's just it's kind of crazy how all this kind of snowballs into the same (laughs) little category you know it's um it's dope though yeah um bellingham you're all the way up near canada so that's just (laughs) first what's out there (laughs) and how is it how's it going up there uh hippies so um (laughs) (laughs) all right well next question (laughs) so um 
Bellingham. So I didn't necessarily grow up in Bellingham. I did grow up in Cedar Woolley, which is very only thirty minutes away from Bellingham. Okay. Um, the reason why I chose Bellingham, obviously, I work there. But um, Bellingham is actually it's pretty cool. It's actually got um, it's got a lot of breweries. Okay. Um, it's really. It's kind of like, so obviously they have Western Washington University as well. So you get to meet a lot of college kids and everything like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, obviously they're, you know, um, from different backgrounds and everything like that. It's really, um, it's kind of weird being up there from switching from Cedar Woolley because I believe in Cedar Woolley, um, a, a lot of my friends were really Republican. Yeah. And, um a lot of them are also kind of moderate you know and but it's it's kind of weird to see a lot of liberal ideal up there which a lot of my friends currently right now are also um very liberal idealistic you know which is you know that's just kind of like it's really cool to switch from you know stubborn hard-ass republic Mm -hmm. to a you know sort of different mindset of the liberal um ideology with the whole you know not necessarily restriction (laughs) yeah you know more government bigger government yeah um, and just kind of having a different aspect and being able to pull different things from both parties and you know especially during election right (laughs) (laughs) oh man dude election time because i I think both of us experience this like especially getting really close to the election because um, I, I'm kind of like the opposite. I grew up in a very, like around here, you know, Sammamish, it's very liberal. Um, so I, I grew up around super liberal ideologies and then going to the military is where I was like, just hit in the face by just Republican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of um, crazy how all that it's, it's a very weird thing to like, kind of see that with. I, be- I believe in like law enforcement and mm-hmm. a lot of um a lot of those sort of it's kind of ironic that police work and firefighting and the medical not necessarily the medical field but a lot of those service and sort of socialist aspects of our country are mm-hmm. also ma- primarily republican people yeah and, uh, yeah it's kind of weird it um, is it is 100 percent yeah but um, it's kind of cool in that way too, yeah. as well. It's it's um, it brings a lot of diversity. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I also in in our unit specifically, like I know a lot of middle ground. Mm-hmm. I, I believe I would be one of the middle ground. You know, because it's like you, you can't just be Republican all the time. Yeah, it's stupid. That's yeah. There's no reason to be hard on everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, I, I get their idea, uh, but, you know, Wise says it probably the best. She's a Republican business, but socially liberal. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of aspect. You know, yeah. you got to be compassionate. You also got to, you know, um, have a little bit of rationality. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I mean, if you think about it, that's kind of how government was originally set up is the reason we have these two parties is so they work together and come in the middle and make something. But that's not how it works anymore. You you know, they need to reform a lot of stuff. Yeah, it it sucks. But um, yeah, things just aren't the way they should be. But Mm. again, this goes back to how different the military is. Like we've had 
pretty like we've gone pretty deep into some like like debates about like politics but it never gets hostile it never gets out of hand yeah it's, it's sort of it's so weird how yeah. it gets cut off right at the right yeah point like every if, time like everyone kind of has that like kind of like you know like that like light bulb goes off when like things are going like outside of like an actual debate and things are yeah. going into like i feel like people start getting personally attacked and everyone's just like all right uh, I wouldn't come back to this. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when we were talking about the vaccine. Remember yeah, that? yeah. Like it, that was a big debate. We like had, I no. don't understand why people like I, I get it the the fear of you know like maybe the vaccines mm. you know not what is it, it's FDA approved right? Well, it's, I don't actually. Have it's a lot it's, of it's a weird it. it's a weird middle ground. Like it is. I think it is. I don't know the technical term that I'm going to say. I think it is FDA approved, but it was kind of sped through that possible process because they were trying to get it out sooner okay. to people but the, the way i see it again i have very little knowledge about this but this is like the way i i think of it in my mind is like a lot of the a lot of the process that got sped up with this vaccine that people are like oh they sped up a lot of the research i think because like they, they've been kind of studying like the sars vac like sars like for a while now mm-hmm. like not the specific strand because this strand kind of just showed up but They've been, like, studying it and, like, looking at, like, vaccines and stuff for, for a while. And when this stuff happened, this a lot of the process that got sped up was the bureaucratic stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they had the vaccine and then normally it goes through, like, you know, it's the government. They'll take, like, a year for it to sign, like, one paper and then you have to get another person to sign it and that's another year. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of the stuff that I see that was sped through, you know? Of course, yeah, we don't know long-term effects. A lot of it is still up in the air, but it's I don't I don't hate on people for not getting it. I don't hate on people for getting it. I personally did get it. Um but, you know, I How was I that by the way? It honestly, so I got Moderna. So for Moderna, from what I've heard at least, the first dose is like not too bad, like Have you know. You got the second one? No, the second one's supposed to be stupid bad, like really bad my roommate just got her first dose pretty recently and she yeah. actually kind of she was down so she has an immunal compromise though okay so that's i honestly you know no matter how much you know people want to kind of get on people for the vaccine and everything like that mm-hmm. i think this whole covid thing really could have been solved a long time ago if oh, we would have yeah. just Especially in America, you know mm. how our eating habits are. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. how, you know, people get babied into, you know, obesity. They get babied into um, heart disease mm. and stuff like that. And a lot of that mixed with COVID. Not saying that COVID isn't a big driving factor for a lot of death that happened mm-hmm. during the covid outbreak yeah but i believe the pre-existing health issues are caused by us and the way that we go about our daily lives and you know nobody pays attention to that yeah have you really ever like asked somebody like what they do actively outside of you know like 
eating. <laughs> like we just yeah. eat and eat and eat and eat. You know, that's I feel definitely like true. You got to get this. It's called metabolic flexibility. Mm-hmm. You know, and get your diet right. I feel like you need to drink water. Yeah, and I feel like you need to get out at least you know an hour a day. Do something. You know, mm-hmm. whether that be like an active work, like an active job getting your mind right, meditating, stuff like that, you know, get your, yeah. get your immune system right, get, you know, take your vitamins, your supplements, you mm-hmm. know, everything like that. It's just kind of something that I preach a lot to people. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes I'm not the best at it, I will admit, <laughs> but I, I work hard, then I play later. Mm-hmm. That's what you should do as yeah. a responsible human and an adult, <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, where where did how did we get to covid we we were talking about just like i think we were just talking about having actual conversations and stuff cut. this is gonna be cut right <laughs> this is fine whatever it's <laughs> moving on <laughs> um okay yeah so college you did mention you know if you get the opportunity to play football in college um is that like the only time you would think of going to college have you considered going to college and just getting an education um i've thought about getting an education so there's a fire program in skagit valley um which is very close to where i live actually Mm -hmm. it's where i used to live um and that's where i would kind of do my fire training and i would do um i would want to take a nutrition class actually Okay. Just to kind of, because I always, I don't know why, but I find nutrition and that sort of like health aspect of people, I feel like I, I could eat better. Yeah. You know? Oh, hundred percent. Oh, especially. 99% you, of the people could eat better. <laughs> you, you know how we are when we go out to, uh, you know, um, LIK and everything like that. Oh, come on. Habits, I don't know right? what you're talking about. That, that gas, that gas station, the PX with those tornados, like who knows what kind of mystery meat and Nano mania, baby. <laughs> that stuff's good for you. You know, it's good for the heart. Yeah. It's really great for your heart. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Oh man. Yeah. No, yeah. I think nutrition's a huge thing that I completely ignore and I shouldn't because it's, it's so hard, like, especially Ooh. now, like, I used to think, like, you know, just normal bread. Like, okay, yeah, just, you know, eat bread. You know, it's good for you. you but, like, stuff. Half, half the bread now is cake. <laughs> yeah, you... Like, I used to, for the longest time, I used to think, oh, man, I'll go to Subway. That's my healthy option. And then, like, what, I don't remember what country it was, like, Finland or something. It's, like, the government doesn't consider Subway bread anymore. It's considered a cake because of how much sugar it has. Yeah. And you, it blows my mind. You, like, have to figure out, like, do research on stuff like that. Like, there's a whole bunch of different preservatives yeah. that they put into a whole bunch of different stuff. I would say bread is probably one of the worst carbs. That you can <laughs> exactly. Eat. Don't get me wrong. And I everyone everyone bread. thinks, like, oh, bread is so healthy, you know? Like, you got to eat bread. Like, you know, all that stuff. Pasta and rice, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Pasta and rice. There you go. There's your carbs. Man. Yeah. I mean... Um, just finding healthier options, I feel like, would help a lot of issues that we have in mm-hmm. the country currently right now, um, especially in regards to COVID, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, it, like, just getting the right food in your system, like, don't get me wrong, you can sit on the couch all day, you know, but if you're eating and sitting on the couch all day and you're just constantly stuffing your face with Mm. the wrong things your body will burn calories in your sleep but you don't need 
you know, like pizza boxes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Burgers, yeah. you know. Definitely. You know. I would I would highly recommend a lot of different things for a lot of different people. Yeah. You know, even in the army, like, you know, your height and weight, which honestly I think is bullshit. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, I almost I've seen some very fit people like fail height. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, um whatever. <laughs> I'm just name dropping all that people. I hope that's yeah. okay. <laughs> um I'll probably bleep that somewhere. It's fine. It's okay. I'll like, like bleep it out or edit in something. I don't know. <laughs> just be like person. Why is this gonna look? <laughs> you have that. You have that little uh, Siri voice. Person. <laughs> Sergeant Person. Um, all right. So I think it's time to get into the lists. You know. Maybe. We're if you're ready. about fifty minutes in. Yeah, that's fine. We'll... Well, I think we talked about a lot of it, so it should be kind of quick as well. Um, so before we do the list, uh, you know, blank perception. How do you feel? How do you feel you are in terms of how you act, like who you are as a who you think you are as a person versus how you act around others? Like that could be LIK, your roommates, just your friends. Well, I think I have a different attitude towards different people because you treat people not only with respect but treat them accordingly right Mm -hmm. so i believe um one of so my dad's best friend and i consider him like my uncle he actually told me something when i was really young and it kind of got ingrained into me he's also the person who taught me how to throw football oh Oh, nice yeah um (laughs) He said, treat others as you want to be treated. Yeah. So I believe if you treat others with respect, you know, you also get respect back. So I believe respect is a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of a, um, I also feel like I'm a very, um, different person around different groups. Yeah. Um, because you kind of conform to your friends, Yeah, absolutely. which is definitely something that it can be toxic. Mm hmm. Or it can be very good. Yeah. So definitely, depending on the extremism <laughs> that we have. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's it's absolutely crazy. Like, cause uh, like I said, I had Howard on last week, and I was listening to part of that podcast. Like, you know, just like while I was editing it, editing it, and I don't even recognize myself. Like, I like I I'm pretty self aware. Like, I know I change who I am. Like, I made this show, like, you know, kind of bring awareness. And I'm by no means perfect at, like, trying to be myself. And it's night and day. And I, p- people, when you when you guys listen to this, like, you'll find it. You'll, you'll notice it as well. Like, my energy is so much different. I'm, like, I'm pretty calm and, like, I don't want to say monotone. But, um, like, I'm pretty calm and, like, you know, quiet during my normal, like, episodes. But Howard was on. First of all, he's just such a funny guy, right? <laughs> so I was obviously just laughing, but... I f- it's so different because like around like my military friends you know like you guys I'm so different than who I am with like uh, people I've had in the past which are like my high school friends that I've known for a long time yeah I was kind of noticing that I was kind of replaying all of your <laughs> I, don't get me wrong I listen to every one yeah. of your podcasts and I was listening to re-listening to them today and I'm just like wow <laughs> he's a very much different person like you're yeah. very professional and everything like that and yeah you know, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of something that you sort of don't see. Um, and that's why, you know, when you get like political correctness, right. And everything like that. And then you want to cancel somebody because they're not politically correct. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like, well, 
who are you like are you any better like <laughs> don't get me wrong yeah. it's you know it's right it's cool to be politically correct but we're all human mm-hmm. like we're all gonna Absolutely. conform to our we're humans we have a tendency a, we literally mimic our environment yeah that's why we adapt and evolve and everything like that that's how we live yeah it's how we function <laughs> so absolutely man. um all right so with the list how was it for you making the list um because i know some people struggle with especially with the qualities you know trying to be super introspective it's kind of so for me i don't really like talking about myself yeah uh i feel like i used to be kind of like that um Mm. but um kind of making it like i i understand i'm not a perfect human nobody is yeah so you know for me to include i think it's a lot easier to think negatively Mm -hmm. which is a big thing um that we do a lot anymore you know um, especially now with i think depression's a big thing yeah anymore and so um i feel like if i can find something positive i'll split i'll split the hairs and go half positive half negative you know because i want to be a big thing to me is being hard on myself but also understanding like hey you're not that bad you know Mm -hmm. but I feel like people should critique themselves and I also feel like people should find that fine line when critiquing themselves to be like, hey, like you're there, like you're doing something, right? Yeah. Like waking up and doing a workout. Like I started waking up at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. Recently. Um, that's actually in there. Okay. Um, and, you know, uh, waking up at three o'clock in the morning, you know, just sort of rolling it's roll getting the gears turning before you get into work i'm noticing i'm a lot more friendly at work i'm a lot more cognitively there you know and you just gotta you know i feel like doing something like that and (coughs) getting that whole thing going is really Mm -hmm. really helped out a lot so yeah you know i know me i by no means wake up early but i've started trying to do cardio in the morning before i go to work and it makes such a big difference because I get into work. Nor- I used to get into work and I would just be like super groggy and just like whatever. And I'd just be driving around doing my job, whatever. But now I get in and I'm just like, I'm ready. I'm like, come on, get me some calls. Like I'm ready to do my job. Yeah, 30, 30 minutes of cardio <laughs> in the morning, man. It's kind of crazy. It's or like makes such a big difference. It's it's kind of I can bring it back to the military with this. Yeah. When you wake up, they tell you immediately make your bed. Mm hmm now you've accomplished something already in the morning it's sort of like a it's a weird thing Uh it's a small thing but it's something that you accomplish and then you know you get out you know you do your pt whatever Mm -hmm. it's really 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 helpful and beneficial for your brain to kind of kickstart itself and have that motivation right there already so why not just keep going with it you know absolutely um all right, so your list, so your topics. So you start with football, military slash shitbag squad. We've covered those two pretty well. We've thoroughly, yeah, thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this is where I'm like, okay, so maybe I don't know this dude very well. You said bowling and jujitsu. I only found about, I only found out about the bowling thing like a week ago. I found out that you were like actually like go hard with bowling. How did oh, yeah. that how, how did that come to be? How did you get into bowling? Um, I can blame that one on my old roommate. Um, okay. <laughs> so he started watching bowling one day in the living room. And huh. don't get me wrong, uh, 
I like bowling just as much as the next person <laughs> at this point in time, right? But like I was watching it and I'm like when a sport like you don't realize how much actually goes into bowling. There's like uh-huh. oil patterns, there's ball yeah, weight ratios yeah. that the ball has. There's different setups that you get for different lanes. There's synthetic wood that they have underneath some of these oil patterns there's w- actual wood and you use a different ball for each one of these different surfaces wow. and there's also a different ball for <laughs> either when you're getting a strike or a spare there's a different ball for um the way that you hold the ball i have a two-handed ball which means i don't have a thumb hole on my ball okay so uh, it's not it's not granny I've never shotting. Seen that, yeah. It's not granny shotting, but if you look up Belmo, he's the best bowler in the world. This man is a two-handed bowler. And oh, weird. Yeah, it's uh it's a it's a really weird transition that I made from a one hand, but my game is night and day comparatively to two years ago when mm-hmm. I didn't know how to bowl. Yeah. Um but you know, it's it's just sort of something that kind of once you get technical with it like that's when it really piques my interest like yeah football like there's certain ways that you run a route um particularly i like mm. I, I like receiver there's certain ways to run a route and read a defender or you know like my one of my favorite football players jamal adams he's a he's a safety a strong safety that te- technically like plays linebacker all the yeah. time but he can read a lineman's block based off of his stance with his hand so there's a video of him literally going into detail that he knows this tackle is going to pull to the left or to the right based on the fact that he's sitting on his knuckles oh wow and it's minor details that just like whoa okay like that really separates the men from the boys yeah yeah so to speak in that sort of aspect of each one of these different sports okay that's interesting so it's it's more the the technical aspects of it that draw you in yeah because you can really i like diving down rabbit holes yeah so that'd be one of the rabbit holes that i've literally just (laughs) gone straight head head first into you know Mm -hmm. and bowling like my my balls literally formed in my fingers yeah so um you know it's just it's a bunch of technicality that I really like to kind of work at, and you know, mm-hmm. you just keep drilling it and drilling it and drilling it until you get it. That's dope. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then you said jujitsu, so I didn't even know that. Like, I mean, I know that you like like wrestling and stuff or whatever, but I've never heard of you doing jujitsu. So it's but... like a new thing. Right? Okay. So it's kind of like one of those things that I, the guy who taught me how to throw a football when I was a mm-hmm. kid. He actually is, you know, obviously still a big part of my life. So he actually invited me to um, do jujitsu. We haven't started it yet. Okay. Um, because obviously complications with COVID. Yeah, yeah. And finding and Doing like straight up like close hand-to-hand stuff is definitely tough. Yeah. COVID. But, you know, it's just, it's sort of something like um, that a lot of, a lot of my friends have sort of really tried to egg me on into doing mm-hmm. because they'll watch me do it with you know, people who are actually experienced with it and then I'll keep up with mm-hmm. them. Like, um, you know, obviously with one of our lieutenants yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, uh, 
one of the people that we go and drill with, he's like, Hey, uh, you know, he lives really close to me. And so we could have known each other prior to, but uh-huh. he, um, he always eggs me and he tells me like, Hey, you should, you should come to my gym and roll around and we will get you trained up. I think you got a great base for it. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll give it a try, you know? And so, yeah. you know, I think jujitsu is also one of those really kind of hidden things where it's like, it's a good base to start off mm-hmm. with, you know, a little bit of self-defense and, yeah. you know, get better. Why not get better at it? If you're going to do something, why not be try and be the best at everything that you do? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, jujitsu is something that uh, I think last year, right before COVID hit, I was actually looking to like, you know, like start doing something in it. Cause especially like you see a lot of it in for law enforcement, which is, you know, what I want to do. Cause um, especially now when you see so many people jumping, like, you know, we talk about use of force in the military and stuff, but people jump use of force going straight from like talking to, you know, whether, whatever it be like, you know, just a weapon or something. And use and i've a lot of the law enforcement people that like i've worked with like at my college you know i was in a program for uh and the cop there he he's like a professional he's really good at like hand-to-hand combat like that's something like he teaches that on like a professional level in law enforcement and you it's night and day between like how they approach like a scene or something you know when you're confident in your ability to defuse a situation without having to use some sort of like damaging force. You never want to use the damaging force. Exactly. Ever. You want to use the least amount of force necessary at all times. Exactly. But for some people, the, the more training you have, the more confident you are with not jumping. Correct. Yeah. I, I would 100% agree with that. And, you know, um, it's actually kind of a really cool little art in itself. Cause there's a lot of technicality yeah. with, I love technicality. If you ever <laughs> yeah. hear me get into a real deep rabbit hole, it's because of the technicality and the effort that you have to use, the mindset, the way that you have to sort of pinpoint mm-hmm. every little thing about that activity. It's it's just going to be like, it's just going to intrigue me even more. So Next time you make this list, you can just put technicality. And technicality. <laughs> um, Big bold letters. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, you said pursuit of better health. We talked about, you know, nutrition and just being like, you know, healthier uh, career moves. We talked about that, you know, uh, firefighter, Nailed football, every, yeah, uh, relationships. We talked about friendships and stuff. Um, relationships. <laughs> trying bro. to get some relationship advice from uh, from the professional himself yeah, right here. I wouldn't the say that. I'm no <laughs> professional at all. Um, I would actually consider myself like that. Very much in like the opposite of that almost. Um, but uh, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just kind of like you know, you talk about relationships. Like, you, I like to talk about them pre and post, right? Pre yeah. and post COVID and everything like that. That was technically when me and my ex broke up. Yeah. Right? Like right in the beginning of COVID and everything like that, you know. And I just kind of wanted to see what you would do if i started talking about relationships and how you know like you can get into relationships with like family mm-hmm. um like my brother for example he's yeah. been married for i think ah, they've been together since he was in high school man and wow. it's so weirdly polarizing to see me uh-huh. 22 <laughs> and i am you know 28 and he's yeah. married 
for like eight of those eight of those years that he's been with her since mm-hmm. high school you know yeah yeah and it's kind of it's kind of crazy man relationships are kind of wild yeah. yeah i feel like the one thing like of all the things that human beings do i feel like relationships are the one thing that are so there's no there's no rules you know it's, it's so it's so like you can't write a book and every like you can't write a book and have the majority of people follow that book and be like, okay, I'm successful in relationships well, now. The thing is, is, like you know, you hear people say like, oh, there's always somebody for everybody. Well, <laughs> like, see, here's the thing. Where? <laughs> here's the thing. I'm still looking. <laughs> yeah, it's like, especially okay. So like me living up in Bellingham, dude. Like okay, so personally for me, like if a woman smokes weed, it's a little bit less. I- not less attractive, but it's sort of an obstacle to overcome, yeah. you know? And I like, think I would agree. Like, for me, like, I have no problem with it, but I don't think I could... Long-term. Like, yeah, I don't think long-term I could, cause just because I'm not a big fan of the smell and stuff. The, it's not even just the smell, you know? It's like, it gives me a headache. Yeah. You know, it has, like, it has a sort of... I'm not going to say a... I would say traumatic. I would guess, yeah, I, I, yeah, guess yeah. I could say yeah. traumatic, because it's not, like, necessarily, like... I freak out anytime, mm-hmm. but it's so it has, you have that association with that with your past. My that. yeah, my first my upbringing with it was just absolute yeah dog shit. Absolutely, so yeah, it's just like it it just sort of brings back a place, and you know I feel like you know a feeling of a certain place in your life. Mm-hmm. One little thing, you know, like triggers. Yeah, yeah. It's, I guess you could call it one of my triggers mm-hmm. is like the smell of weed and like um seeing somebody under the influence of weed and stuff like that um just sort of it's not necessarily like a bad influence sometimes Mm -hmm. you know but then there's people that get fucking paranoid yeah and it's like then they start talking about (laughs) the weirdest shit i've ever heard (laughs) in my fucking life not that we don't do that anyway Uh but like there's just like anybody under the influence of like anything like you know alcohol weed yeah um fucking caffeine (laughs) like yeah you know if it gets to that point you know it's just kind of it's crazy to see that but if you can like lead a i i feel like being the best version of yourself at all times so i kind of want to grow into this person where i'm like i maybe even cut caffeine out of my life you know even though caffeine's in a lot of shit Mm. the same with like sugar um you technically can't live without sugar but (laughs) Um, if you can cut it down to as many as your body, as much as your body needs and as natural as you can go. Um, I, I, that's personally me. That's like not necessarily for every aspect of my life, but that's what I, I want to get, come to as close as a natural human can get Yeah. in regards to what I'm putting in my body, you know, getting out of my body and doing all that yeah. fun, happy stuff, you know, Absolutely. just sort of something that, you know. We <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well said, well said. Yes. Um, okay, so that was your list of topics right there. Um, and then you actually had your friend send a list as well. Yeah, my topics. quarterback Noah for your quarterback Noah. Okay, yeah. thank you, Noah, for the list. Uh, so he he put three things. He put football, self improvement, and proper beard care. We've covered football and self improvement pretty much. Yes. Proper beard care. <laughs> he. Why, why does he think that's like the most like one of the? Because he's a damn clown. <laughs> he put that in there because he wanted me to talk about my majestic beard at one point. And my, yeah. You know, it was uh, you know, it was pretty nice for a little bit there. Yeah. We had the COVIDs and everything like that. So um, 
yeah, it was uh, a pretty nice little beard he kind of wanted. We just actually talked about having like a beard care for when we were um, like when we were back in high school. I didn't know him back in high school, mm. but he was telling me like a story about how he's got this whole spiel about growing good facial hair uh-huh. because apparently after you grow it for like a certain amount of time it just starts growing more thick and it looks way better right yeah but it's just it's it's not necessarily like i mean don't get me wrong i like a good beard mm. for me personally i think i look yeah pretty fucking good with a beard and um <laughs> and um yeah man i don't know i think i think beards are underrated i think uh you know little bit of the toxic that's a little bit of my toxic masculinity is like you know i I have i'm a very hairy man (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) so i shave it all but you know now we're getting into that joe biden phase of this thing where i'm starting to talk about my hairy legs (laughs) oh gosh i'm joking man it's just it's just sort of something that he put in there for a joke it's sort of funny but fair enough Fuck it, why not? Yeah. Hey, get your beard properly fucking oiled, groomed, trimmed. Do you. you know? Yeah. Look, if you good. want if you want body hair, grow body hair. And you if don't, you can't grow a beard, then you don't have to. No, not to. <laughs> what you want. Um your prerogative. <laughs> exactly. Uh all right. So that that comes to the topics, now the qualities. Uh I'm just gonna run through yours real quick. High energy, protective, deep dive into things I find interesting at times, competitive procrastination egotistical learner's mentality and humble so to start at the top high energy I, oh dude i can I, tell that it's, that's always yeah it's you're like just, adhd you're on, i feel like you're always just on like it, you're it never stops yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh I, i'm i'm pretty sure i have adhd i've never been technically uh-huh. diagnosed but i'm like 99.8 <laughs> sure that i have adhd yeah. or something tell just because Half the times I have no idea where conversations are going at this point. Like oh, God, even no. right now, like I'm just we're, we go it's five rough. minutes into like we were talking about relationships. We started talking about weed again. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just you know, hey, you know, it what? is what it is. It's, it is what it is. It's, it makes know. for good conversation. It makes for good conversation. There's no dull conversation. Exactly. Let's just say that. Yeah. You know, I don't um, know, man. I think I think being a hype man, like being the whole, uh, you know, having a little bit of energy in the morning. You know, thank you for your service. <laughs> you know, walking around, yeah. hurrying out. You know. It's, yeah. It's just it kinda... it's, it's good, especially because not a lot of people are like that. And I, I I can definitely tell, like, you when you walk into the drill hall on a Saturday morning, our first morning of drill, everyone's tired. You, like, you know, start hyping everyone up and everyone starts feeling better. I think you're definitely the hype man of the group, oh, I'd have to say. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. That's... Sometimes it pisses me the fuck off because I'm like, <laughs> I'm still tired. Him. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, I... But no, I, I, I no. I feel like I'll judge aside. It's it's great. Yes, yeah, you need that energy in there. Um, protective. Yes. So this is where I'm talking about where um when we're across the line and everything like that. You know, you guys being if somebody was down, I feel like if it's gonna come down to it, like it, that's just me sort of giving my last like like I would literally out of all the people at the drill doesn't even matter what color you are what mm-hmm. ethnicity or background culture gender whatever have you i feel like if you're there and you're respectful and you're kind i'm gonna take the bullet yeah you know what i'm absolutely. saying it's just sort of something that's like sort of my mentality is mm-hmm. like you know yeah. you gotta kind of have that um 
that's just sort of something that I guess you could say is a definitive quality of me is mm-hmm. like, you know, um, don't fuck with my homies. You yeah. Know? yeah like, absolutely. You know, like it's absolutely, it's just something, you know, that I feel like is a very important thing in my life. So mm-hmm. it's just something. Yeah. It's a good quality. To have. I mean, yeah. it's, um, I feel like everybody has it though. In our group, yeah. you know, it was oh, just 100%, fucking yeah. weird. Like I would have, Never our group is it. so different but we have so much in like we're so similar at the same time it's kind of crazy how we all ended up being in lik yeah it's, it's kind of wild man. ending up together yeah it's 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 really nice to kind of know that like i feel like it's with the military too though yeah because yeah it's really weird to know that we all went through very similar experiences Maybe not now with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the whole shark attack not being a thing. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, honestly, um, I think everybody could do with a good shark attack. It's it's crazy, man. Um, military now, it's uh, doing its thing. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's hobbling. It's hobbling along there. Yeah. We'll see where it goes, you know. We'll see just, what happens. You know, I just, you know, it is what it is at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um uh what's shoot where did i hear this i don't remember where i heard this uh i think it was on joe rogan's podcast um joe rogan we're coming for you yeah just a couple more views and i'll be at your level you know don't worry (laughs) if you want an interview you know i can probably fit you in sometime july just let me know Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um no but on this podcast it's uh it's a hard times make hard men hard men make soft times soft times make soft men soft men make hard times or females by or the way. yeah yeah it, yeah when i say men it's gender Gen- general yeah um, generalizing an entire yeah human <laughs> um but i mean that you know that's just how the phrase goes i'm not trying to but um yeah but like that that phrase it it definitely it makes a lot of sense because i would definitely say right now we're kind of in soft yeah we're kind of time. transitioning into the soft times and it's you kind of see it. Um, oh, it's kind of wild how that shit's going too. Yeah, I, I don't know if you like ever. Like, I was literally listening to a podcast the other day that was talking about how plastic, something as minute as plastic, is making us soft as a generation. Oh. In the way that there's a certain chemical in plastic that's like leaking into your food, your water. That's doling particularly males in their sperm Uh counts stuff like that which is very odd yeah it was by a phd though so i'm i guess i could take it verbatim but i i don't particularly know everything about it i just found it really sort of interesting yeah okay um i was reading an article i didn't i didn't read too much in the article i don't know a lot of the backstory but uh it was talking about like some of the largest civilizations in history and how you reach like the near the end of all, like most of these civilizations, like n- near the downfall of all these civilizations. I think I know where you're going with it. it um, they, they reach the point where they start talking about where they start fighting over like equality, right? Something like that. Um, so I think you know. What I'm I think about. I, I know what you're talking about. So it's when a society starts fighting over, um, I believe it was gender. Gender. Okay. So they start questioning gender and the 
legitimacy of that and yeah. what meaning does biological sex have in regards to gender uh-huh. and and yeah so like i thought that was really interesting like it's it's i don't i don't think like i think a lot of people kind of misread that but i think i read it as like not to say that like these civilizations weren't accepting like i would say like most these civilizations are probably pretty accepting of like you know different genders and all that but what i think what it more talks about is when this when, when that society reaches a point where all of its other larger like um what is it like you know like shelter food uh, that kind of like those like those base necessities get met and then you start reaching those higher and higher levels where you want and, a utopia yeah and you want it to be a perfect vision in a yeah. unperfect world is it like flying too close to the sun you know you yeah you get you get further and further into these civilizations that's um, and then that's the greek God. icarus 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 yeah icarus. he had his wax wings and he flew too close to the sun melted and that's how like these civilizations fall and i thought that was really interesting because like we're kind of in that zone where like these are real issues obviously like but and um but like we're kind of nearing like it's weird to see the similarities like 250 years yeah and uh i don't remember what was the other um comparison that they made with uh oh it was like a study that they had at some university where it's like on average a civilization oh lasts yeah lasts like 250 years and we're getting like right up on that we're on 245 in yeah the US, baby and it's like i don't know it's more than anything it's just interesting to me like all these things are lining up right now and of course you know it lets a lot of conspiracy or whatever you know we want to call it but if you want to get it's... real q and on start, start going you can get pretty crazy into it but um i don't know they're man. just they're just topics that i find really interesting personally i think it's just overthinking at this point yeah you know? it like, is i think you're making like not you personally but i think a lot of people are just making a lot of bullshit up for either clout or um to uh sort of get a thought out that they've uh, had and you know it's just sort of steamrolling into this bigger thing that isn't really a yeah. big thing yeah 100 percent. it's a lot of uh just convenient coincidences that people try to tie into reality yeah um all right back to the list you know, just... <laughs> well there it is again <laughs> there you go uh dives deep into things you find interesting at times i think we've we've covered that i think we covered this with you talked about it with bowling and how but uh do you want to expand on it specifically i guess i was kind of talking about like the underlying things that like it's sort of weird Mm -hmm. so like it happens on a topic based thing for me right so like if it's superheroes like i Dude, I dove straight in with DC back in the day, you know, and then it was like Marvel and now it's Godzilla and King Kong, (laughs) you know, yeah, yeah, you know how I was, but, um, it's just sort of wild how that sort of goes on in my life. It's Mm -hmm. just sort of like, once I deem something super interesting, I just like, it's like, uh, searching on YouTube at three o'clock in the morning, you know, and having that sort of three o'clock in the morning conversation, except every day with like getting in depth with stuff like that you know it's yeah just something so weird and kind of it's just something that i figured i would include in the list and have uh oh, yeah absolutely have it be talked about and you know just sort of 
I, I think that's good though. I mean, like you know, you you find something you're interested in, and you just like kind of head first, just go into it. Oh yeah, that's good. It that's can be good. It can be bad. <laughs> it's one of as those long as you don't get like super obsessive and you know, but extremist. Like, yeah, extremist. Extremist. <laughs> God damn oh, it! I hate it. The military. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking much. I guess I'm joking. I guess we're we're making these jokes. People probably are like, "Why are they just making fun of extremists?" Like <laughs> we just said extremists and started laughing. Um, we have training about extremism. Um, fairly recently. Fairly recently, and. It was long and excessive and sort of great training. I learned redundant. a lot. <laughs> redundant. Redundant. Yes. Very redundant. Very. The army is just redundant. To beat a dead horse, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, it's kind of like you got to try and look at it with a logical perspective. Mm-hmm. But nothing is really logical because there's so many contradictions to everything that we fucking do. <laughs> yeah. Like, you have to look at this and like, yeah, you can have leeway here, but not here. And it's like, oh my fucking God. It's, you know. It's like Split. Have you ever seen Split? <laughs> uh, the personality movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't me. That was Patricia. Yeah. When do you draw the line? <laughs> you know, like when is something sort of like, okay, like I get it, but like you're, you've gone too far. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't switch back and forth from gender to gender. You can't switch back and forth from, like, this name to that name. Yeah. You know, not just, not in that ass, not just in that regard, but, like, Mm -hmm. when is it, like, when are we drawing the line at, like, okay and then not okay anymore, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's sort of just becoming a very weird line with everything in regards to that. That line is becoming very faded. It's It's just moving back and back and back. Everything is so... Like, okay, some things, something, some things, you know, are, some things are definitely on a spectrum, you know, there's no, like, there's middle ground, there's yes, there's no, but there's a lot of stuff that needs, there's, it's just yes or no, there's no spectrum for a lot of things that have been put on a spectrum. Now. Yeah, like, it, it goes in, like, every aspect of American life, especially right now, you know, you get a bunch of, I wouldn't say it's like, so... If you take, like, racism, for example, Mm -hmm. one person's definition of racism is completely different from another person's definition of racism. Like, you know, it's it's sort of... Or, like, prejudice as well is, like, the same thing. Or, um, you know, it's just... It's sort of, like, blurred lines with something that's actually kind of important is really bad. Yeah. And we need to specify it. Because if we dumb down a very difficult and very important topic such as racism mm-hmm. you dumb down real racism or you dumb down um real sexism real like it it, it can go all the way up to the four letter r word mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah and it's when you blur that line over something that's very one traumatic to very um important in everyday life mm-hmm it starts to create a lot of problems that we are facing right yeah, now. Definitely. So, yeah. So back to the list. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you say competitive. We've definitely talked about you being competitive. Yeah. You, we'll, we'll skip that. Yeah. Um, egotistical. It's just something that I've sort of noticed about myself. Yeah. You know, it's just like, you know, it kind of got awoken when I was a, you know, I matched up with this girl on Tinder, and mm-hmm. then we sort of t- 
talked for like a little bit and then she kind of called me out on my on my ego and interesting so it's kind of made me want to dial it back and like i didn't know that i was egotistical Uh but it's something that somebody pointed out to me (laughs) so i mean it's a perception Mm-hmm. you're egotistical with somebody's perception hey, of you right perception using the word let's yeah. go <laughs> yeah man no, but yeah um i for me i, I don't know it's i don't know how to, i'm gonna try to explain this like uh for me i've always tried to like pride myself on being humble but i think there's some shit that a, you just know you're good yeah like not even that like it just sometimes i feel like almost I start bragging about being humble and I start and I'm I catch myself doing it like and I'm just like wait what am I doing and I just start cringing at myself like biggest like I don't know if it comes off to you this way but like when I'm promoting my podcast I always I always feel like such and like just a shit bag just I'm like oh yeah my podcast huh? you should go listen to it ha 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 playing perception and I just feel like such just in I don't know I just I feel like I'm just talking about it too much, and I'm like, oh my god, I need to shut up. But I'm also like, go listen to my podcast. <laughs> I, I will. The thing is, is so I think it's, I think it's not necessarily an egotistical thing to start talking about something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I think when it gets egotistical, there's a different like it's just like the difference between confidence and cocky. Yeah. So we just like giving you shit because <laughs> you're like the fancy one with yeah, the podcast. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. got a podcast, you know, uh-huh. like. You know, we're, we like, it's the shit bags, dude. We love giving you shit. And I'm yeah. sure a lot of your other friends do too. It's just something very fancy that we're not all very accustomed to. Yeah, so, no, like, I understand that. It's, it's not even just like you guys give me shit. I just, whenever I talk about it, like, even like, I just. You catch yourself? Yeah, I, just, I feel like, I feel like it's more just me being super like, um, self-critical. Just like thinking. Yeah, self-critiquing. Like, yeah, self-critiquing. I just feel like oh god i need to stop talking about it but then like the other part of me is like well how the hell are people going to listen to it if they don't know it exists you have to talk about it exactly it like it you know when people talk about so like i for example um when somebody at the unit was talking to me about when we played ultimate frisbee Mm -hmm. they're like you're really athletic and i'm like like in the back of my head i'm like like, yeah like like (laughs) like, i am (laughs) like i get it but like i'm also trying to be modest because yeah I, i feel like if you're if you're overzealous on your capabilities mm-hmm. or something that you're proud of, it turns from prideful to cocky and, you know, from confident to cocky yeah. as well. Yeah. Definitely. You, you can have pride. Mm-hmm. It's just, you got to know when to draw yeah. the, the very... Again, there's the line. <laughs> there's the line. <laughs> there's the line. Um, cool. Uh, learners, learners mentality. I think, yeah, we talked about this. You love the technicality. Yeah, I feel like... technicality, learning stuff. I feel like there's always something to learn. I feel like yeah. everybody is uh, should always be a learner. Not that everybody should... Even if you're a teacher, a teacher can always learn something. Yeah, exactly. So There's yeah. always more to learn. Knowledge is power. Definitely. Um, and then you said humble, which we literally just talked about. Yes. It um, kind of coexists <laughs> yeah. with uh, the whole... I forgot what the fuck the topic was. It's like an egotistical or the whatever. Yeah, oh, that, that thing. Yeah. Um, 
Jesus Justin Christ. <laughs> um, all right. Now, real quick, we'll go through your friend's list of qualities. He said hardworking, competitive, loyal, positive, and proud. I think hardworking we've covered pretty well. Right? You good? Yo, yeah, yeah, we're, we're good. Right. We got the warm and fuzzies. <laughs> competitive, loyal. Loyal kind of, I feel like, ties a lot into uh, protective. Protective, yes. And um, positive, yeah, high energy, positive. And then proud, I think. Yeah. Of, yeah. I, I'm very prideful on certain aspects of my life. Yeah. Which is good. It's healthy. Yeah, of course. But again, the line. <laughs> the line. The line. The line must be drawn. <laughs> All right. So kind of talking about the list is there first of all like looking at your friends list is there something from your list that you're like hmm, maybe i don't express this part of my life with him like whether it be the jujitsu or like in our case i would say it was the bowling you never really talked about that with us um stuff like that is it is there anything so um no i think i'm a very typically a very open book but i also feel yeah. like a lot of stuff is just kind of come and go like uh-huh. um bowling for example we just haven't been able to act like i used to go bowling every other day oh wow back before um uh, we had obviously the rona and i used to live up in bellingham still with my old roommate mm-hmm. we used to go every other day and start bowling and i used to bowl a pretty decent average of like at least 200 oh wow yeah and you know um when you get into that sort of i mean okay maybe not an average of 200 <laughs> but you know it, like there would be the um, what was that humble thing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no 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 uh, <laughs> you know i gotta catch myself yeah. so no, you're good, you're good, you're good. but um you know like some things like that where it's like sort of like something lost yeah. due to certain circumstances yeah it's it's not really like that you don't like you're hiding it more of just like it's never come up just like guitar right trust me i'm not gonna go guitar so by any means <laughs> so i actually uh i actually used to play a lot of guitar yeah but currently obviously i don't play mm-hmm. a lot of guitar i've been trying to I've been, I've been trying to get into it like it's difficult it's tough i've i, I would say i'm not musically ta- I'm, I'm very um musically uh disabled i would say uh, <laughs> challenged <laughs> challenged yeah <laughs> um that's the word i was looking for i i used to play i, I used to take lessons for like years and years I cannot play for shit right now. Like, I try so hard. Like Some people got it. It's dude. just, yeah, I just, I like, music, like, that stuff's just never really clicked for me in terms of playing. And, it, yeah, it's just something I accepted, but I still, I like to pick it up every once in a while and just try and do stuff. and Fuck around with it, you yeah, know, why not? Yeah. Nobody's gonna bite you for picking up a guitar and playing yeah. a little bit. Okay, they might. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> depends on how aggressive you're playing. Yeah, but, yeah man, it's, it's like, a, it's just kind of cool. Um, yeah. I feel like certain aspects of my life, you know, mm. just, you know, talking about them, I guess, more. I guess that would also be kind of like a, hey, if you have a question about it, yeah, then, like, it'll come up eventually at some point, like it already has, mm-hmm. right? But, um, you know, that's just sort of a, ba- a day-by-day thing, yeah. a day at a time, you know? Absolutely. But trying to be an open book, you know? That's good. That's a good. good idea. All right. So, honestly, that, we talked about a lot. We've gone way past the one hour goal but you know it's fine i think this has been a really productive conversation so i honestly don't care about the time i learned a lot about you yeah (laughs) i learned a lot about you man 
It's good. Yeah. Um, now it's your turn. What do you What do you want to know about me? I just, dude, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta ask every day with the slides. I'm just kidding. <laughs> dude, I fucking love my slides. Yeah, I know. I, know. Uh, I don't know, man. It's like I just kind of. I feel like we need to get out a little bit more. I feel mm-hmm. like we need to, like stuff like this is really productive. Yeah. Like um, you know, I feel like we need to set up a time and place for everything, and we need to get out and you know learn a little mm-hmm. bit about each other but like i don't know man i'm kind of i like again like i told you i was just like learning different <laughs> things about you through these podcasts uh-huh. is fucking wild to me how successful yeah. like i don't know what the fuck you look at us like because i'm like <laughs> i'm like listening to one of your podcasts and one of your buddies this is like an aerospace engineer or a, aspiring aerospace mm-hmm. engineer yeah and it's like Oh fuck, that dude's like really fucking smart. Here see, that's I feel like that's a really big misconception. Um and it's something that until I joined the military and saw a very different side of society, I didn't really track either cuz I always grew up and every single person I know, they went to college, they're doing computer science, they're going to go probably get a job at Amazon or Microsoft and do big things like that, right? The typical Washington thing. Yeah, the typical Washington thing, the typical Indian thing. The oh, just like yeah, just it. <laughs> it's like there's like there's this path that the majority of people go down. And I realized it's it's not necessarily a better path or anything. Like I've like um who was I talking to? I was talking to one he was talking to me about uh I think it was one of his mentors or something who uh I think it was plumbing or uh, right probably Hanson. <laughs> yeah well, I mean, anyway like they were talking about like they super successful they start their own business and you don't you don't have to go to college like if like like even law enforcement you know like college is great for it but you know like you don't need a degree and uh tesla a lot of these big tech companies even if even if you want to go in tech they don't require as long as you, as long as you prove yourself yeah right? you just have yeah. to prove yourself and there's so many people i know that thrive by not going to college like college for so many people is just i'm paying money to get a piece of paper to prove to people something that i my own ability can prove that's why like i don't know so when i talk about football Mm -hmm. and how like you know college is kind of so you know college is very spendy yeah um like going to college paying for college whilst also doing a sport Mm -hmm. is just a whole nother level of like oh hey like that's a really difficult task yeah college itself is a daunting task all by itself but college on top of a sport where there's other athletes that are like even twice my size Mm -hmm. you know like oh shit like i have to do this go to the gym i have to study i have to it can all be a big workload which i you know i really wish there was just like some sort of club or something that they kind of did not like external from college you know that you could sort of go into as an alternative opposed to going to college and doing all that yeah because don't get me wrong college is cool for some people yeah but like there's it's not for everybody absolutely and like i'm not shitting on people who go to college yeah no i love college college is cool um like right by don't hit me (laughs) 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 but um you know, and then there's, like, obviously there's, like, trade schools where you're, like, learning on the job. And I feel like some people are better learners like that. Yeah. There's different types of learning. Um, 
And uh, honestly, I don't really know a lot about college. Mm -hmm. None of my, my dad went to college for a short period of time, but like, I've never really had a experience with like, that's another thing. Like high school does not teach you shit about that. It doesn't. They do not teach you shit about like, they'll say like apply for college, but like if you're not really all that popular, they don't really help you Mm -hmm. apply for college. Like they, they can. But then it's like, okay, well, here, do it on your own outside of school and mm-hmm. everything like that. And um, yeah. Unless you're, like, super curious about it, it's not necessarily like a – like, I wish they would have taught me how to do my taxes. Yeah. You know, I, just, <laughs> I wish they would have taught me how to do my yeah. taxes. Yeah. No, honestly, like, like right now, because I've just recently started, like, you know, kind of holding my own – I do live at home, but, like, you know, I started holding my own financially because I've been working and stuff. And – I don't know what I'm doing. Like my dad is like I'm 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 straight up right now. I'm at a point where uh, I got a credit report. I didn't know how I ended up with a credit. But I I ordered a credit report somehow. I was looking at it. I was just like, "Hey, dad, um, can you help me out? Like, what the hell is yeah, this? <laughs> what is this? I was I don't know how um, to life right now. <laughs> yeah, I started using credit cards for the first time recently. Like up until now, I've just been using my debit card because I'm like I'm not gonna touch that debt stuff. I have no idea what's going on, and like all this kind of stuff. I'm just it's hard wrapping your and I'm like, I, I, I'm supposed to be college educated. What I have I no idea what I'm doing. This, yeah. I have no idea how to adult right now. And like, it's kind of weird how all of that sort of plays into society as well. Yeah. And it's like, it's not necessarily a bad thing that this happens, but there's a lot of cases where it's like, like me personally, like I'm not gonna call out my fucking work right now, but like, <laughs> but like. There's certain people in certain, it's even in the military, Mm -hmm. you know, like certain people are in certain positions that they have zero experience in. And when they get put in that position and then they did told to run it and you have to listen to them because they have a piece of paper that says, Hey, I'm smarter than you. Yeah. Practically. It's Mm -hmm. technically, (laughs) (laughs) it's sort of frustrating to the people who know how to do the job, Uh but aren't they just lack that piece of paper yeah yeah and it's not like again not shitting on college just, yeah yeah no absolutely it's just a very frustrating thing for a lot of people that i know and uh-huh. everything like that and so like i feel like also like common core education dude is, oh my god is so outdated it's terrible like if you go it's over to so bad well if you, we get French exchange students. We get like German, Spanish exchange students, and like our education system is really like what American do you know has gone into an exchange student program? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know anybody who's gone to France for three years unless yeah. they've gone to like a private school that I'm not aware of. You know, <laughs> like it's crazy, man. We pay more than most other countries in the world. And we get jack shit out of it 99% of the time. Yeah, and it's, it's really sad, though. It is. Because, like, the thing that pisses me off the most is, right, you're paying all this money to go to college, right? And you've been told all through high school, you know, we're preparing you for college. We're preparing you so that you can, like, go into, go into that career field that you want to go into. And you get to college, and the first two years are just the same common core stuff again. And I'm like, why am I, like... I thought that's what high school was for. I thought that's what the first 12 years was like. This is the stuff you need to know. 
and then you go to college and you learn more of the stuff you want to know. But it's like, no, but uh, we want that extra two years where you pay us. So we're going to reteach you for two years everything that you were supposed to learn in high school so that you can go and now you can actually learn about your job. It's, it's like a loophole that it is. the education system is really just sort of really financially demolished people yeah. with, you know, and it's like... Cause, it, one, sorry, I'm just going to go on a rant for a Let's do but, this. You know, <laughs> All right, I, Let's my, get to know this. My tuition went up. This. <laughs> we, we hit COVID and my tuition went up because I now am supplying my own computer. I am now doing everything on my own at home. So that justifies me having to pay more. <laughs> Why? <laughs> big, big daddy Biden's on the way. I, I got emails from my college, right? I got emails from my college saying, hey, we know times are tough. Uh, you know, if you guys want to like, you know, like people that are like, you know, can, if you guys could donate to the school and I was like, okay, yeah, you know, this is good. This is good. You know, like whatever, you know, like, yeah, sure. Donate to the school, help some people that maybe need help with tuition. It's like, this will really help us keep our football program afloat. That's your priority right now. Oh no. Trust me. The, the COVID has taught me a lot more than just aside from the fact that like, you know, like I've had it right. Um, like it's really not what we thought it was Mm -hmm. to begin with you know like but it's taught me like hey there's a bunch of fat bodies out in the world (laughs) one two it's taught me what america deems as important Mm -hmm. i.e entertainment the oversaturated market that i also buy into (laughs) um social media you know there's always going to be a keyboard warrior out there and it's just like it, society itself is very wild to me in general with mm-hmm. that sort of aspect of it you know it's yeah like like we we're supposed to be so educated and we're so if we were more educated i feel like we could make better decisions for our life and mm-hmm. you know but there's no real we have 300 million people in the u.s and i guarantee you a a very small portion of those are educated enough to life on their own yeah like life on its own is its own topic (laughs) that is a that is a stable of america is like we just i don't think anybody knows how to life yeah and it's just it's sad it is it is what it is like the one thing that you know school is all about preparing you for adulthood but it does absolutely nothing that i got to learn it teaches you how to find the circumference of the circle <laughs> oh yeah Just teaches you to find the hypotenuse and use trigonometry because that's been so helpful in my life yeah, as a I've security it, guard i've used it a lot i mean don't get me wrong there's there's jobs there and but i know there's yeah, jobs that are specifically yeah, taught just exactly. to teach <laughs> and that's why you go to college and that's last two years where they actually teach you about your job that's where you go and learn about that stuff that applies to like five percent of the population yeah, and then there's just you know like okay i know chemistry is like really important but i don't know about you i don't care about the mitochondria (laughs) why why do i need to know other than you know unless i'm gonna go into a a scientific field yeah why do i need to know what the approximate size of a fucking molecule (laughs) it's like 10 to the 32nd power yeah that is and it, it that and that's an approximation yeah that's not even the real number that's an approximation like why do i need to know that yeah man why? It's, it's great i'm sorry that we went down that rabbit 
Hey, rabbit man, hole. It's fine. Rabbit hole. We tripped this, on it again. This whole podcast has been a rabbit hole. Darn it. <laughs> I told you this is going to be your longest one. Oh, yeah. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, whatever. Um, okay. It's going to be a fun one for people, though. Yeah, I think so. For the people that stick through it, I, they'll enjoy it. I'm pretty uh, sure we lost a lot of people there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad that I asked that question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got what was the question? Really the question was just knowing about learning about me, right? Yeah, and then I figured out that you yeah. hate the education system. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. More on that. I, I wanted to... So, like, I've actually... I've been thinking of... I've been brainstorming ways that I want to do a podcast episode, just me, where I just talk about myself. And I'm dreading the moment I actually do it because I hate talking about myself. Do you and want a host? I'd love a host. I was actually thinking I'd have the entire shitbag squad. That and just like previous guests, I'd have all of them like you know submit like questions and stuff, and have them like you know in reverse interview me, and I'd have an season episode. Finale. Yeah, like yeah. season finale where I do that. That'd be really cool. But I'm dreading it because I really don't want to. <laughs> it's so it's kind of yeah. It's, it's for me. It's like I'm putting I'm making you guys do it. I'm ma- I'm putting you guys in the hot seat. It's only fair that I do it for myself. And you know, yeah, that's a great game. The hot seat's a great game. Yeah. Trust me. This is that's all the podcast really is. At this yeah, point, you know. But yeah, man. Um, all right. I will definitely help you out there. Yeah. And, um, Appreciate I'm, it. I'm really glad that you had me on. Yeah. yeah. It was really is there anything else you want to talk about? I mean, no. I no? Think, I, I think, think we covered, we covered a lot. A lot. A and lot. I'm glad I learned a lot about you. <laughs> Same today. here, dude. I, yeah. It's, I'm glad you invited me on it. You yeah, know, man. Like that. I'm glad. I'm glad to have you on. Yeah. Um, we'll see who the next shitbag is to get on here. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I guess we'll go into... Is there anything you want to plug? I'll give you the next couple seconds. Whatever, like your Instagram, whatever you want. All right. S.Hooves underscore six on at Instagram. And okay. Anything like that. Um, I would say um, Whatcom Adult Flag Football. Okay. Um, if you're Washington, up in that area, Bellingham area, you know. Washington State Football League includes um, my Everett Royals, I believe. Okay. Um, jpf football um those are all on facebook okay um cool that's pretty much all Uh, my and like the toy drive like community service stuff you do with them are those like open to the public or yeah so pretty much all you do is you um just kind of so you don't technically have to play Uh but we we kind of get gathered collectively non-covid compliantly Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and um we all buy a toy we uh, give the toy to um, the person who's uh, hosting it at that point in time and switches from person to person mainly. It's yeah. um, Michael Hava. But um, we give them the toy. We give him the toy. And then usually um, that's when we start playing. That's how you pretty much register is you just buy a toy, give it to them, and mm. then come prepared to play a little bit of flag football. It's a really long tournament. It's like a 12, 12-hour thing. And there's anywhere from last one of the years we had 16 teams wow so it's a lot (laughs) all right well uh to those of you listening you know if you're up in that area or if you want to make the drive up to that area you know uh help the community play some flag football uh make sure to follow hoover spencer hoover yes Uh, (laughs) so weird to say last first names man um but yeah uh thank you guys for listening 
make sure to follow at blank perception on instagram stay up to date with future episodes and i will see you next time on blank perception